Welcome to Zichud Af Siman and Mamari Ram Goldarai and Tehim Masechus Kedushin, Daf Yotessa. First parak, Hayisha Nikneis. The Zichud Masechus Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the three ups are going to focus on number one. Rishlakish asked, Maushim Yayda Adam with no cotton. Can a man have a son who is a minor do yud with his ama? Do we say that the Torah simply says, Beno, his son, may do yud, implying Beno Koldahu, his son, whatever his age, or Beno Dumitide, his son, is eligible when he is like him, meaning an adult? Rabbi Zer brought a bright switch darshans regarding the death penalty for adultery. Aisha's Ish, a man's wife, probably Aisha's cotton, excluding a minor's wife from liability. Now, if a minor can perform yud, then a minor would have a true wife and her adultery should be liable to death. The woman responds that on the contrary, this price proves that he can perform yud, and she is nevertheless exempt because otherwise, why would a pusset be required to exclude his wife from liability? Ravashi answers that the Brisa may be discussing a minor who is a Yavam, to the Yavama is biblically bound. You might say that since she is bound to him, and his relations are legal relations, once he's nine years old, her adultery would be liable. Therefore, the Torah taught it is not. Point number two, Brisa derives from the Torah's juxtaposition of Yud and redemption in the Pasuk, Yada Behefda. There must be enough time in the day for her to be redeemed with the remaining amount. Now, based on this, Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Yehuda said that to perform yud, there must be time in the final day for a pruta's worth of work. The Gemara infers that he holds the original purchase money is not given for kedushin purposes should he ultimately perform yud. Therefore, he must be makadashir based on the remaining work owed him. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak says that Rabbi Yossi may agree that the money was given for Kedushin, but the Torah nonetheless required a potential for redemption to perform Yud. Later, the Gemara quotes Rabban, who disagree and say that Yud is possible even at the last moment, because the original purchase money includes Kedushin purposes. Another nafkamina emerges if the father accepted Kedushin for his sole daughter before the master performed Yud. According to Rabbi Yossi, she's married to the second husband, but according to the Rabbanan, the master can still perform Yud and she'll be married to him. And point number three, we was taught in a brace, Hamokha is bito upasak amanashul yait, one who sold his daughter and stipulated the sale as conditional, that he not perform yud. Remer holds the condition is effective and the master cannot perform yud, but the chamim say, imratsul yait miyait, if he wishes to perform yud, he may. Because the father has made a condition against what's written in the Torah, which is always void. The Gemara has a Ramir himself holds of this rule in a case where one married a woman, on condition that you have no claim against me for food, clothing, and relations, where Ramir said the condition is void. Chizki answers that here the Torah added the extra word for a maidservant to teach. There are times that he only sells her as a maidservant and not as a potential wife through Yud. So once again, the three points are number one. Reish Lakish asked, Maushim Yad Adam with no katan. Can a man have his son who is a minor do yud with his ama? Do we say that the Torah simply says, Beno, his son, may do yud, implying Beno Koldahu, his son, whatever his age, or Beno Dumitide, his son, is eligible when he is like him, meaning an adult? Rabbi Zer brought a bright switch darshans regarding the death penalty for adultery. Aisha's Ish, a man's wife, probably Aisha's cotton, excluding a minor's wife from liability. Now, if a minor can perform yud, then a minor would have a true wife and her adultery should be liable to death. The woman responds that on the contrary, this price proves that he can perform yud, and she is nevertheless exempt because otherwise, why would a pusset be required to exclude his wife from liability? Ravashi answers that the price may be discussing a minor who is a yavam, to the yavama is biblically bound. You might say that since she is bound to him, and his relations are legal relations, once he's nine years old, her adultery would be liable. Therefore, the Torah taught it is not. 
Point number two, a bride derives from the Torah's juxtaposition of Yud and redemption in the Pasuk, Yada Vehefda. Tzarek shows me Yom Kadeh Padiyah. There must be enough time in the day for her to be redeemed with the remaining amount. Now, based on this, Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Yehuda said that to perform Yud, there must be time in the final day for a pruta's worth of work. The Gemara infers that he holds a mausavishonus level kedushin dinu. The original purchase money is not given for kedushin purposes should he ultimately perform you. Therefore, he must be makanisher based on the remaining work owed him. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says that Rabbi Yossi may agree that the money was given for kedushin, but the Torah nonetheless required a potential for redemption to perform yud. Later, the Gemara quotes Rabban who disagree and say that yud is possible even at the last moment because the original purchase money includes kedushin purposes. Another nafkamina emerges if the father accepted kedushin for his sole daughter before the master performed yud. According to Rabbi Yossi, she's married to the second husband, but according to the Rabbanan, the master can still perform yud and she'll be married to him. And point number three, we was taught in the Brisa, Mocha is bito upasak amanashul yait, one who sold his daughter and stipulated the sale as conditional that he not perform yud. Remer holds the condition is effective and the master cannot perform yud, but the Chamim say, imratsul yait miyait. If he wishes to perform yud, he may. Because the father has made a condition against what's written in the Torah, which is always void. The Gemara has a Remer himself holds of this rule in a case where one married a woman, on condition that you have no claim against me for food, clothing, and relations, where Remer said the condition is void. Chizki answers that here the Torah added the extra word for a maidservant to teach. There are times that he only sells her as a maidservant and not as a potential wife through Yud. All right, so now we go to Simadaf Yudtas, and her standard simon is a yacht. A yacht. So here goes. The mass on the diamond studded Yud Yacht, who was about to do Yud with his Ami Ivriya, because his little son wasn't old enough to do so. At the last moment of her servitude, based on the original purchase money, which included Kedushan purposes, was rebuffed by the girl's father, who had stipulated that the sale was conditional, that the master not perform Yud. Once again, slow motion. The mass on the diamond studded Yud Yacht, Yacht. That must be on Duff. Yutaz. The master on the diamond studded Yud Yacht, who was about to do Yud with his Ami Ibria, because his little son wasn't old enough to do so. Which reminds us, Rachel Akish asks, Can a man have his son who is a minor do Yud with his Ami? Do we say that the Torah simply says, But no, his son may do Yud, implying, But no, Koldahu, his son, whatever his age, or, But no, his son is eligible when he is like him, meaning an adult. So the master on the diamond studded Yud Yacht, who was about to do Yud with his Ami Ibria, because his little son wasn't old enough to do so at the last moment of her servitude based on the original purchase money, which included Kedushan purposes, which reminds the Gemara quotes of Rabban who say that Yud is possible even at the last moment of her servitude because Maus HaVishnon is a Kedushan Dinu. The original purchase money includes Kedushan purposes. So the mass on the diamond studied Yud Yacht, who was about to do Yud with his Amiria because his little son wasn't old enough to do so, at the last moment of her servitude based on the original purchase money, which included Kedushan purposes, was rebuffed by the girl's father who had stipulated that the sale was conditional that the master not perform Yud. Which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce Hamokra's Bito, Pasak Amenas Shoyayid, one who sold his daughter and stipulated the sale was conditional, that he not perform Yud. Rav Mir holds the condition is effective and the master cannot perform Yud. But the Chachamim say, If he wishes to perform Yud, he may, because the father has made a condition against what's written in the Torah, which is always void. So once again, the master on the diamond studded Yud Yad, who was about to do Yud with his Ami Ibria, because his little son wasn't old enough to do 
so at the last moment of her servitude based on the original purchase money, which included Kedushan purposes, was rebuffed by the girl's father who had stipulated that the sale was conditional that the master not perform yud. All right, so now it's time for four blah Hazara. Dav Tezvav. So the similar Dav Tezvav relates to Tubishvat, and we use a fruit bowl. So here goes. After the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be more in Dav Tezvav, Tubishvat. After the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the evidence sold by Bastin, which reminds us, our brights in the previous Dav listed in Machok is about several differences between an Evid Ivri who sold himself and one sold by Bastin. Here the Gemara explains the opinion that one who sold himself does not receive a Anak of gifts when he goes free. The Pusik says about one sold by Bastin, Hanek Taniklo, you shall surely give him gifts, Lo, Lo, teaching that they are only given to him and not to one who sells himself. The more brings an explanation for what the other Tana Darshans from the word Lo. So, after the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the Evid sold by Bastin, three fruit bowls arrived and were given to the three different types of Evid Ivri to celebrate their freedom at Yobo, which reminds us Rebbe Yezim and Yaakov requires three psukim to teach that each type of Evid Ivri, one who sold himself, one sold by Bastin, and Anirza, go free at Yobo. So, after the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the Evid sold by Bastin, three fruit bowls arrived and were given to the three different types of Evid Ivri to celebrate their freedom at Yovel, leaving only the Jewish slave of an idolater redeemed by his rich uncle who wasn't going free, empty-handed, which reminds us, this Malchokas of a Jewish slave of an idolater goes free when redeemed by relatives or others. But Yossi Gui holds, it's logical he should serve others who redeem him, because if he would go free, they would hold back and not redeem him. Rabbi Kiva holds it's logical that he should serve relatives who redeem, because otherwise every day he would go and sell himself to idolaters, knowing his relatives will free him. Daft Hezain, so the similar Daft Hezain is toes, and we often use an acrobat with large toes. So here goes. After the acrobat with large toes, acrobat with large toes, that must be more Daft Tezayan. After the acrobat with large toes in the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Evid Ivri with a star, just like an Ami Ivriya, which reminds us, Ula says the source that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with a star is the Pasek Imacheres Ikachlo. If he takes another wife, in addition to his father's Ami Ivriya, Ikisha Kasva Acheres, the Pasek compares the Amma to the other ordinary wife. So just as a wife is acquired with a star, an Amma, and by extension an Evid, is also acquired with a star. Rav Yaakov provides a second Russia. So, after the acrobat with large toes in the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Ebed Ivri, with a star, just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, which reminds us, Rav teaches that an Ebed Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term, and therefore, the master who forgives the remainder of what the slave owes him, the remainder is not forgiven because the master's partial ownership of the Ebed Ivri cannot be forgiven. So, after the acrobat with large toes in the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Ebed Ivri, with a star just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, and that the Ami Ivriya didn't go free upon her father's death, which reminds us, Ravamra quotes a Bryce which lists the servants who receive Hanaka gifts as one who goes out at the end of six years at Yovo with the master's death and an Ami Ivriya through Simanim. But he doesn't list the father's death. This proves conclusively that an Ami Ivriya does not go free with the father's death. Daf Yud Zayn. So the similar Daf Yud Zayn is a used car. So here goes. The freed Evid Ivri who went enthusiastically to buy a used car. Used car? That must mean we're on Daf Yud Zion. The freed Evid Ivri who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Hanaka, which reminds us there's a three-way Malchus regarding how much an Evid Ivri receives for Hanaka, whether it's 15, 30, or 50 slime. 
So the freed Evan Ivory, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Anaka. From the Evid Ivory working for his late master's son, which reminds us it was taught in a price that Evid Ivory over as a band in over as a bus. And Evid Ivory serves a master's son, but not the daughter if there's no son. Anami Ivri, a Nirza, and one sold to an idolater do not even serve their master's sons. Concerning the first law, Abraisa Darshan's a Pasuk, and he shall serve you six years, implying he shall serve you, the master, but not the heir of the master, referring to a brother or daughter. Nevertheless, he serves the son because the Pasuk says, Sheishanim Yavot, he shall serve six years without specifying you. The Gemara goes on to explain that a son is presumed to be a more direct substitute of the father than a brother because a son stands in his father's place for you to marry his father's Amr Ivriya, and for Steyachuzah he can redeem ancestral land. The father was Makdish before Yovel. So the freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Anaka, from the Evid Ivri, working for his late master's son, saw Agar drive off with a car he bought with monies inherited rabbinically from his father, leaving his brother the idolater behind, holding his late father's idols. Which reminds the brings a mission discussing Agar and idolater who are brothers, who inherit their father's possessions, and among them are idols or other goods which are prohibited in benefit. The Agar can offer the idolater to take all the idols, and he'll take money. Instead, he could not make this exchange after the idols come into his domain. This proves that Agar does not inherit his father biblically because otherwise he could not offer the above exchange trading idols he legally owns for other goods. Rather, he only inherits rabbinically Shemiyachsu Lesuro, lest he return to his former ways to receive the inheritance. Daf Yudches. So the similar Daf Yudches is a chuppah because Ben Yudches a chuppah. So here goes. It was a terrible scene under the diamond shaped chuppah. Chuppah. That must be on Daf Yudches. It was a terrible scene under the diamond-shaped chuppah when the chassan who was already sold once as a thief was taken to be sold again for a different theft, which reminds the Gemara brings some hooks regarding when an Evid Ivri can be sold twice. So it was a terrible scene under the diamond-shaped chuppah when the chassan who was already sold once as a thief was taken to be sold again for a different theft while the Kala's father cried because he would no longer be able to sell her off into servitude, which reminds us that Bryce discusses limitations on the father's right to sell or marry off his daughter. The Tanakhama says, Adam is A man may sell his daughter for marriage repeatedly, or sell her for servitude repeatedly, or for marriage after servitude, but cannot sell her for servitude after marriage. Other opinions are brought. So, it was a terrible scene under the diamond-shaped chuppah when the chassan, who was already sold once as a thief, was taken to be sold again for a different thing theft, while the Kala's father cried because he would no longer be able to sell her off into servitude to the master who would do Yud, which only affects Erison, which reminds us, Rabbi Barabawa asked, Yud Nusun Ose or Erison Ose? Does Yud affect Nusun or only Erison? The Nafkaminar, the Halakos, depend on Nusun, meaning if the husband inherits her, whether he can become Tami to bury her if he's a Kohen, and can be made for her Nadarim. A proof is brought that Yud only affects Erison. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff to discuss the source for acquiring an Evid Ivri with a star? One being that it was learned from a hekish between an Ama Ivriya and an ordinary wife. That's on Dav. Tezayin. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we have question whether a son who is a katan can do yud? That's on Dav. Yudtes. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we want an Evid Ivri serves as late master's sons, but not his daughter nor brother? That's on Dav. Yudzayin. Good number four. Which stuff is whether an Evid Ivri can be sold twice? That's on Dav. Yudchas. Good number five. Which stuff when an Evid Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term? That's on Dav. 
Tezain. Good number six. Wish after we have a question whether a father can stipulate that a sale of his daughter as an amma be conditional, that the master not do yud. That's on Dav. Yud test. Good number seven. Wish after we have a case where a ger and an idolater inherit their late father, and we learn that the ger only inherits rabbinically. That's on Dav. Yedzain. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have a Malchokas? If an ever that was redeemed from an idolater goes free, it depends on whether the relatives or others redeemed him. That's on Dav. Tezvav. Good number nine. Which of them the Yud only affects Erison, not Nesuin. That's on Dav. Yudchas. Good number ten. Which of them that the Rabban hold that Yud is possible even at the last moment because the original purchase money includes Kedushan purposes. That's on Dav. Your test. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Yavram Goldhar from Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.